Welcome to the Happy Healthy Hairstylist Podcast. This is the podcast for the stylist who wants to work their magic behind the chair and make more money, all without sacrificing their health both mentally and physically. I'm your host, Shelby Bancourt. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Happy Healthy Hairstylist. So I am here in Zion with my friend Lindsay and she is so amazing. I am really like lucky to have this time with her. Uh, we kind of like snuck away from everything and we're just like, hey, let's go on like this beautiful, like this beautiful area in the middle of the mountains and let's just record a podcast. So Lindsay is a hairstylist and a human design coach. Mm-hmm. Okay. Her Instagram is Lindsay means, Lindsay with the E means underscore. And I'll put it in the show notes. So Lindsay, Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. Can you tell, um, you know, the the person who's listening to this podcast a little bit about yourself? Yes. So I actually don't do hair anymore. Oh. I did hair for 10 years and then COVID rocked my world as with everyone else. And that two, two months off was really pivotal for me and that's when I discovered human design and personal development and I decided I wanted to be a coach and so kind of went back to the chair and then came back to coaching and it's been quite the journey but hair during my career as a hairstylist one of the main things was the majority of the time probably six or seven years I didn't really take things seriously I had a lot of stress and anxiety I wasn't healthy And then I started my personal development journey and started investing in myself business-wise and my whole life transformed. And so that's why I'm passionate about helping other hairstylists do the same thing. And I'm excited to be here because I'm all about health behind the chair. So good. Guys, we did not plan this. (laughs) We were just sitting near each other after lunch and I was like, hey, you want to do a podcast? (laughs) And that's how this came up. Um, So Lindsay, so can you tell the audience a little bit about what human design is. Of course. So human design is like an operation manual for your mind and your body. And it gives you your own energetic blueprint. So it's not a personality test. It's literally an energetic blueprint of who you are. And it combines ancient modalities of astrology, Kabbalah, I Ching, and the chakra system. So if you want to get your chart, you can go to freehumandesignchart.com and whenever you go there, you're going to put in your birthday and then it's going to pull up something that looks like an alien language. (laughs) I was like, what the hell am I even looking at whenever I saw mine? Um, But it's really all about how you transmit and receive energy to and from other people and obviously behind the chair, we're taking in everyone's energy. And when I discovered, oh my God, I'm taking in my clients' emotions and their fears and their pressures and their thoughts. And when I realized that, I could disconnect from it. And the majority of my stress and anxiety went away. And then I was able to learn how to manage my energy and also to have compassion for my clients. Because I realized that I'm different from everyone else, (laughs) which we often think that we're the same. But when you understand the differences, you have more compassion for other people. So it's just been a beautiful journey, and it's such a transformational tool. So cool. So what is your human design? I am a sacral manifesting generator with a 6-2 profile. And basically, I am here to do what lights me up. 
and whenever I'm following, listening to my body and listening to my internal GPS, it's just taking me where I need to go and manifesting generators are kind of like a big ball of energy and they're, they've got a huge capacity to do a lot, but they've got to get out of their heads and into their bodies, which is the majority, everyone who's listening right now, get out of your head and tap into your body as much as you can because that's where the magic is. So good. You know, it, it's funny because I always say like eat to feel. So when I like, that's how I, I operate or, and one of the things I'm changing is like eat for your, for your future self. Mm. So it's like, I understand that like those donuts look amazing and right now they would feel so good to eat them, but what are they going to feel later on? How are you going to feel once having them later on? And like, I'm not telling you you can't have donuts. You totally can. <laughs> but it's like, not all the time. You know, one, one of those things. So when you're saying like tune more into your body, like listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to advice. Like how many times have you gone to a friend and you're like, hey, I want advice about this. I, you know, what do you think I should do? Well, did you ask yourself that first? Yes. That is so powerful because seven, so there's five different energy types. And really, there's only three things that everyone should know about their human design, and that's your type, which is your energetic role, your strategy, which is how you put your body into cruise control, and then your authority, which is how you make decisions. And 70% of the population are generator types. So the five types are generators and manifesting generators, and they're the energy type, so there's 70% of the population and then manifestors, projectors, and reflectors are the non-energy types. So 70% of your clientele, 70% of everyone you know are generators, and we literally have an internal GPS. So exactly what you were saying, ask yourself out loud, do I wanna eat this donut and pay attention to your body? If your energy towards it, then yeah, eat that donut. If you're like, uh, contraction, don't do it. And so it's really, listening to your body and slowing down to hear it Mm. which is sometimes the hard part so if you're a generator type ask yourself yes or no questions I do it all the time and have the people around you ask the yes or no question Mm, so good um I'm a generator I was just gonna ask yes (laughs) I'm a generator and but I'm emotional Mm -hmm. like I like I I need to go through all the emotions in order to make a decision so it's like if some like if if I'm asked a question or like I'm faced with a situation, I'm like I need to sleep on this. I need like three business days <laughs> before I get back to you with that. And it's really helped me because I used to think it was like I you've always been like I've been told like if it's not a hell yes that it's a hell no. And I'm like well based on the emotion I'm feeling right now it's a hell yes. But I kind of need to go through all my emotions in order to like know if that's good or not. Yes. So. It, it's something that human design is something that you can experiment with. Mm-hmm. It's not rules like like a zodiac is. It's like you're this or you're that or like your personality type. Like um, this is how you are and this is how you make decisions. It's like, no, this is like a tool that you can use to play with, to mm-hmm. experiment with. Like, so because I am an emotional, what is it called? Like is it emotional? An emotional authority. I'm, I'm an emotional authority. I play with do I have to answer this now or can I go through the emotions before I answer this or before I feel this way? Like sometimes I get a text message from one of my stylists and I'm like, 
do I need to respond right now or am I too emotional about this decision? Mm. Like I've been talking about a price increase for the past like couple of months and I'm finally through the emotions of it where I'm like, no, I, I know that this is a hell yes for me. I need this in my business because I'm emotion. I can back up all my emotions to it. Yes, that's beautiful. And in that moment, in the in the moment, pay attention to the hell yes, hell no. Yeah. Because your sacral center will tell you. It's it's just responding to your environment with yes, no. But the decision. So like going on Instagram or, or eating lunch right now, like you don't need to weigh into your emotions for that. Right. But for those big decisions, pay attention to the sacral response and then give yourself that time because then you'll know what's right for you by weighing it through your emotional wave. And the more time you have, the better it's going to be. Hell yeah. <laughs> the more clarity you'll have. Yeah. Um, one of the things that like changed me from like reading my chart. So you have like a chart when you like do your human design and it has like all these triangles that are like either colored in or not colored in. And, um, my navel, my sacral was, I can't remember. I'm going to botch it. But basically what, how it was described to me is I have like, when I wake up in the morning, I have this like gas bubble in my belly. And if I don't move my body then it's gonna like move up my body into my head and create anxiety and depression and all of those. And I'm like, oh my God, that's why I am the happy, healthy hairstylist. Like that's why I talk about like moving your body. That's mm-hmm. why like that is what that is me to a T because I know if I don't move, like when, when we traveled here to Zion that first day, I didn't work out. And that night I had so much anxiety. Mm. I was like, I don't feel like myself. And I couldn't put my like my finger on it because I was exhausted. I was tired. I was all the things. And I'm like, I didn't work out today. And like even just going for a walk. So like, you know, what what was it? Do you know what the like the, the bottom? So the sacral center the is sacral. what you're talking about. If the red square, the second from the bottom is colored in, it'll be red. And that means you're either a generator or manifesting generator. And that center is life force energy. It's satisfaction, it's sex, it's pleasure, it's sensual energy. And exactly what you said, we wake up with a full tank of gas and we've got to burn it off. And if you don't, I'm a manifesting generator and I was sedentary for a very long time. I was very unhealthy. And then when I started moving, like now connection is a huge part of what I do. And I'm in DMs all day and I walk. I'll walk like five miles just walking and talking and I feel so good and then I move around more I used to sit on the couch all the time I'm just kind of buzzing back and forth and I feel so much better so it really is a big deal to move and to burn off that energy yeah I I mean I'll be on my bike like I have like a stationary bike on my balcony and I'll bring a notepad Mm -hmm. and I'll just like be like biking not listening to anything like no music no nothing and I'll just like write down things that come up because if I wasn't doing that, I would get anxiety because I'm like, should I be doing this right now? So I was like, oh, I need to just have a notepad with me. And then I can like write down the, like get the shit out of my head. Mm-hmm. Like and get it down on paper so I don't forget it. So I don't have anxiety or like, you know, feel bad about not working right now and all those things. So it, it's again, experiment with it. It's all about experimentation, and they say that it takes seven years to fully start living by your design, and it's really all about, like, it's about the body, and it goes in, it goes pretty deep into, like, even your DNA. I've, I've tracked my, like, health issues in people's charts. If they come to me and they're like, oh, I'm struggling with this, and I'm, I'm not a doctor, and (laughs) I give that disclaimer all the time, but 
a lot of times I have the gift of being able to look at someone's chart and if they're going through something, I can pinpoint it on where it is. And it's wild to see how that plays into who we are and what we're doing to ourselves, like Mm. physically through the, the things we're thinking about and being out of alignment with who we are. Yes. Oh my gosh. So has this, um, so you're not behind the chair, but do you mainly work with hairstylists mm-hmm. in your human design, like yeah. in human design? So what does that look like? So it's my favorite thing ever to the way that I love doing this is I've been on my own personal development journey since 2017. And so I've gone through, I've read hundreds of books, listened to probably a hundred plus hours of podcasts and been doing my own experimentations with myself. So I use other tools like inner child work and visualization, but if I offer one-on-one sessions virtually and you come to me and you tell me your problems, what are you going through? What do you want? What are you struggling with? And you talk and you tell your story. I'm looking at your chart when you're done talking. Say, yeah, that totally makes sense because you're an emotional authority and this is why and there's nothing wrong with you. And here's how, here's tangible tips on how to actually apply it to your life because that's the thing like coaching call is 30% of the work like 70% of the work is on your own and so it's the tools to start experimenting with this because as you said it takes I've been experimenting with this daily for over a year and a half and I still have I still learn something almost every day about myself which is Mm -hmm. so cool because it's literally a personal development tool yeah and I've gone through what feels like hell and back this year just with growth and healing and it's rough sometimes and I don't think I could have gone through everything I've been through had I not known my human design so, mm. which is wild like it's, it's I don't think I would have been here had I know had I not known my human design so I used to be a very scared introverted woman and I was so I was scared of other hairstylists because I didn't think I was good enough Mm. and learning my human design my my, I thought I was a weirdo my whole life and my human design is like yeah girl you're a freaking weirdo and that's okay because that's how you're designed and the right people are going to love you and they do like and it's been really cool because I'm I'm more who I am than I've ever been before and I'm 36 and so this tool has just helped transform my life and my relationships and my business and there's so many ways that you can apply it so one-on-one that's typically how I do it and then with business I have social media strategies with it so it's pretty much like tied woven into every single thing that I do that's so cool um I love that you say that like it was okay for you to be a a weirdo Mm -hmm. it's like it's funny and once you like got that validation you tuned into it Mm -hmm. it's like I've known this my whole life but like we sometimes we like tie words or emotions with the wrong meaning yes so weirdo to you is like fuck yeah I'm a weirdo yeah that's cool it's so if you're listening right now one of the things that I'm talking about is being aligned to and when you're looking at your chart there's going to be a little spot that says profile and it's two numbers and this is essentially your internal and external personality. So the first number is what you resonate with more and the second number is what other people resonate with more. Mm. So I'm a six two 
and the line two literally says the crazy person on the hill like it's the wise one it's the 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 hermit it's the crazy one on the hill and we're just natural at things and we I need a lot of alone time and it was that was so much validation like you said of there's nothing wrong with me and I do need a lot of alone time and that's okay and so it was really validating and if you're aligned to you'll probably resonate with that <laughs> and it's okay like the right people are on their way to you and the right people will see you for how amazing and wonderful and beautiful you are and you just have to be you so good I'm like looking up mine um to respond four six. Oh, the four six okay so oh no 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 that's my sister just kidding <laughs> she's a four six um now I'm so curious as to what yours is. I'll definitely explain. Okay, so I took a little bit of a break because I wanted to look up my human design while we were talking about this. So my number is a 2-4. So you're the line 2 as well. And that's like, you're the, you're the epitome of the introvert-extrovert. Ah, that's so fucking true. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, give me the center of the stage, but then I want to be alone. Yes. <laughs> So my whole family are two fours. <laughs> I know so many two fours. And so the line two is what I explained. And then the line four is the networker. And so you, if someone's like, hey, probably your clients, they're like, I need a CPA. You're like, I got you a CPA. You're the connector. So people just automatically love you and they're drawn to you because they know you value community and connection and you're the connector and you're just you know a lot of people and then the they say that your net worth is in your network mm -hmm. but then you also need to retreat and have that alone time with that line two energy so just really knowing sometimes I don't know if this has ever happened to you but there's been a time where I, um, someone asked me to do something. They asked me to go out or to go to this event. And I was like, no, I don't want to do it. And I was making all of these excuses. And then the girl said, well, Lindsay, people are asking about human design. I just think it'd be a great opportunity for you. I was like, oh my gosh, that was being part of our, being aligned too, is being called out. And I was like, no, I just want to be alone. I don't want to be around people. But I was being called out for my gifts. And I was being recognized for that to benefit a community. So I was like, oh, okay, fine, I'll leave my, I'll leave my cave and <laughs> I'll go out and I'll serve and then I'll come back. So just kind of paying attention to that and giving yourself grace when you don't want to be around people. Oh, so good. You know, one of the things I was talking to, Brittany Carmichael, um, and we were talking about like friendships and she was like, well, like, what, what about your friends? Like, do you hang out with someone? Like, do you hang out, like, what about going out with your friends? And I was like, I don't have friends and I started like crying and I was like is that bad like is it bad that I don't have friends like I really enjoy hanging out with my boyfriend I enjoy being at home with my dogs I enjoy like I don't think I can handle in my personal life having someone who constantly wants to hang out with me and that's how I think about friends and she's like well it's not and I was like and it's weird because I don't think that people don't like me I think that people really like me and I like other people and she's like well maybe you just need to redefine what friendship means to you maybe and I consider like my best friends are here mm. and but they don't live with me and I'm like I'm like oh that's friendship to me 
I can still be my two, like my introvert, (laughs) and be my four and be the connector and like go to things like this because it's for business. Mm -hmm. Like my, Josh and I, we always say like our dream vacation is something that we're being productive on. So it's like, I love these things because I know that I'm, I'm working right now without Mm -hmm. working. That is totally line too. Like I, I resonated a lot with that because I was thinking about that the other day. I know a ton of people and just like you, I'm, I'm liked. I know I'm liked by a lot of people, but I don't want to hang out with people. Like being online, I love it because I get that connection, but I, I don't have to be around people and I just don't like it sometimes because yeah. I love being alone and it has felt weird. But there's nothing wrong with that. And I love how it's redefining what that means. Yeah, because I think the society makes you think that if you don't have 18 bridesmaids, that, like, you're not likable. (laughs) And I'm like, a lot of people, like, my clients really like me. And I know that I'm, like, I'm nice, right? I'm friendly. Put me on stage. I'm good. But, like, don't call me every weekend to hang out. Don't (laughs) make me go out to dinner and shit like that, like, all the time. But you come to, like... Lindsay, you ever come to Miami? Like, please hit me up yes. and be like, hey, Shelby, like, I'm in Miami. I will show you the best restaurants, all this stuff, because I know it's, like, a day. Mm-hmm. Like, don't stay with me for four days. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> yes. But, like, yeah, you want to hang out for a day, two days, whatever. Even with my family, I'm like, come three days max. I can give you three days. But after that, I'm emotionally done. I want to be alone. I want to go back into my routine. I want, like, I, I like my life. Mm-hmm. And my how did you fare during during the pandemic? I had two months off, and I was like, this is amazing. Oh, my God. My relationship with Josh was so amazing. And not that it's not amazing now, but we had, like, it was, like, you know how, like, when you first start dating someone and you're in that, like, bliss? Yeah. We were in that. And it was, like, and I was, like, I can't believe we're not fighting. And I really liked it, but I really struggled with, like, not getting out of the house. I, the fact that it was, like, scary to go outside I was like, I'm not cool with that because I'm a Leo. I want to be in the sun. Like, right now we're baking in the sun, guys. Like, I <laughs> is like, 100 degrees right now. But I, I love being in the sun. I love being outside. And to me, the fact that, like, I would just go on walks because I was like, I need to go outside. But I didn't mind the whole, like, being by myself. But I did like, you know, seeing that one person. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, seeing that, like, one person at a time come in. So, like, when we had people, I was like, oh, this is good. Because it's within my boundaries of my work. Yes. Like, I can't work more than 30 hours a week. Mm -hmm. Because it's over over my boundary. It's like, I can't, I, I used to do, like, 50 hours a week, but I would be mad, resentful. Like, all of the things. Because I'm like, I don't have a chance to be alone. I don't have a chance to, like, just decompress. Where now I'm like, 30 is my... That's my limit with these people. And then Josh and I work on opposite shifts. So I come home sometimes and he's at work. And people are like, oh, how's that sleeping alone? I'm like, it's fucking great. (laughs) It's great. Like, I have my dogs. I have two big pit bulls. And, like, we cuddle. And I'm like, I, like, don't get me wrong. I want him to, like, sleep at home and all that kind of stuff. But it wasn't the end of the world for me when, Mm. like, you know, he wasn't home all the time. Like, I'm fucking secure. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I That's that line, too. You're like, yeah, give me that alone time. Even from your, I mean, obviously, you, you love your partner, but that was something that, like, can you please leave the house? I need to be even away from my partner 
And when we were together too much, I really paid attention to that. Wow, I do need some alone time. Yeah. And it's so powerful what you said. Like you were working 50 hours a week and you were you were probably so frustrated and like not taking care of yourself. And then you listen to your body and you listen, you create boundaries. And then you go back down to a normal. Like, I don't think any hairstylist should be working more than three days. Like there's just we can make just as much money and work less like work work smarter not harder it's totally doable but mm-hmm. listening to your body is where it's at yes so good so good so hmm what was your biggest like besides your number what was your biggest surprise with your human design the solar plexus center 100 percent mm. that Same. center affects the whole entire population And do you care if I go into it? Go, please do. I'm curious. (laughs) So when you're looking at your chart, there's going to be a bunch of shapes, like Shelby said. And the solar plexus is on the right-hand side, and it's either going to be white or brown. If it's brown, it means you're an emotional authority, and you're an emotional influencer. You're constantly transmitting emotions out into the universe. And they say there's no truth in the now for you because your emotions are ever-changing. And everyone's on a different wave. So there's an emotional wave. And what Shelby was talking about, give me three business days to make a decision. You've got to weigh things out through your emotional wave. 7 p.m., you may be like, hell yeah. And then 7 a.m. rolls around. You're like, why the hell did I say yes? And 3 p.m., you may be like indifferent. And then 7 p.m. comes around like, hell yeah. Okay, this does feel good to me. And so that's the emotional authority, which is 50% of the population. So the rest Which of the is really fucking confusing. <laughs> yes. They, it's like, oh, check back at me at 7 p.m. tomorrow. <laughs> but that, like, I tell my clients, if someone is pressuring you to make a decision, they've made it for you. Because if it's mm. a major decision and they're pressuring you, if it's not life or death, someone can wait 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Like, it's truly they've made it for you because you're going against your body if you say yes. And you're, you know those times when you emotionally say yes. something and then you regret it you're like why the hell did I say that which is interesting because it's like it didn't feel good to say yes and now it doesn't feel good now that I said yes so why the fuck did I say yes (laughs) right exactly (laughs) because we're told to say yes to every opportunity and say yes to all of the things Mm. and I did that too I became a people pleaser Mm. I would just say yeah sure I'll go hang out with you and then I'd cancel last minute because that line too was like nope I don't want to go out right now yeah and so then I just said no to everything I was just like stopped hanging out which was going to the opposite extreme so Mm. it'll tell you like everything has duality and every center there's the the shadow side and the gift side and it's about paying attention to which one you're in Mm -hmm. but knowing you're an emotional if you're an emotional authority I I tell people I'm like just the quote I'm doing air quotes right now just be happy is not possible for you Mm. because you cannot control your emotions and there's nothing wrong with being sad or angry or whatever emotion you're feeling and I urge you to just feel, give yourself permission to feel. And if you're at a low, sit with it. Go watch Netflix until it says, are you still watching? Like, go eat, <laughs> go eat ice cream if you feel like it. Like, give yourself permission to be in that low because there's magic in the low. And often we push it away because we have to be happy. We have to be positive, And that's not who you are. 
mm-hmm. and that's okay. I think that's like the hardest thing for me. It's like um, when I started the Happy Healthy Hairstyles, I'm gonna be very vulnerable with you guys. Um, I thought happy was my only emotion. Mm. It was like I'm either happy or I'm like, or I'm there's something wrong. Mm. And after coming to Hair Love and meeting Elizabeth and getting coached by Elizabeth, I was like, sad doesn't mean bad. And it's again tying a feeling with a meaning. And even in my daily life, like I know every time I cry, Josh kind of freaks out just a little bit. He's like, oh, because we've been together for six years. So for the past five years, I've been showing him this side of Shelby that's she doesn't cry. She thinks crying's weak. And then I go on a four day trip to Tulum and I'm like, all right, we got to talk about this because now I cry and I cry a lot. And I've like, I've come home and I'm just like, I, I, I feel a certain way. I feel funny. And he's like, okay. And then I start crying. He's like, what's wrong? And I was like, don't tell me it's wrong. It's not wrong. I'm not wrong. And like, and then I cry more and I'm like, you just don't understand me. And he's like, you just walked in on this and just threw this at me. And I'm like, well, we need to talk about this later because <laughs> this needs to be normal. <laughs> so poor guy. Oh my God. Poor guy. Do you, is he an emotional authority as well? I don't know. So what you described sounds like the opposite. So what I was just talking about was the emotional authority. So the other side of that. So if you're looking at your chart, the triangle on the far right hand side, if it's white, you're like me and you're, it's open. So when a center is white, we receive and amplify that energy. Ah, uh, yes, So my sister was the emotional authority. So before I learned about human design, she, well, before I share this story, let me describe what the open means. So when I'm by myself, I'm cool, calm, and collected, like neutral. Yeah. Neutrally happy or just plain neutral is my default. Yeah. I... Sometimes I have felt like a weirdo because someone could tell me like a really tragic story and I'm like, I don't have like, I don't know how to feel sometimes. And also feelings have been overwhelming. Like it feels like I'm going to die sometimes or it used to. Mm. So when we're by ourselves, we think neutrally default is everyone's default. Mm. We think everyone thinks or feels the way that we do. So when my sister would walk into the room, I could feel that she was pissed. Her face didn't say it, but I could feel it. I'd go up to her like, Kelsey, what's wrong? (laughs) And she'd be like, nothing. And I would think to myself, you're lying because I can feel you. And I just want, like, you're lying. I need to fix this. What's wrong? Mm -hmm. And so then she'd blow up and I'd blow up. And then 30 minutes later, we'd be laughing and we'd be fine. So now, this is what I teach my clients is, if she walked in the room and I could feel her, I'd be like, hey, Kelsey, it feels like you're frustrated right now. Is there anything that I can do to support you? I hope you're listening to this, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> <He's not. laughs> the first thing is that it gives you awareness. Because yeah. you don't really, like, you may not know that you're frustrated because you're yeah. on a wave. Yeah. And then it gives you the opportunity to say, yes, this is what I need. Mm. And if she didn't say something, I'd be like, okay, see you later. Because if you're within six feet of someone, you're feeling them. So you can so tell funny. Josh, you can say, hey, I'm pissed right now. And I just want to go on a walk or communicating your emotions. Because we think that we, like, we grow up feeling like we need to fix it, especially if you had a parent 
my dad was emotional and he was pissed off all the time so I just wanted to like make him happy so he wouldn't be pissed off Mm. but it had I known that's his and I can feel it if I want to so that's the beauty of it now I'm so empathetic my clients will be crying in front of me and I feel them but I don't take it in you I don't absorb it. it I'm like here I'm holding space for you and I'm reflect like I can reflect back those emotions and I can feel them if I want because emotions are fun they're exciting they're passion yeah. it's it's like a motor center so we want when we don't have that we want it so we love being around you but the difficult emotions we're like oh yeah make it sad yeah. because we're not used to it yeah no that's that's really freaking true and it gets me mad that he doesn't like feel my things <laughs> but he does he feels it and even then some and so yeah. that's why it feels it's like oh my it's really yeah I'll walk in and he'll be like do, do you want me to leave do you want me to go outside and I'm like yeah I do like good yeah communicate what you need like yeah I always tell this to the emotional authorities know what you need if you're angry, go punch a pillow. Go God, scream. I cannot punch a pillow. Pillow, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna punch a punchy bag. We'll do that too, but not everyone has a punchy bag. Uh, yeah, that's true. Go do something as I long as you're not hurting someone. Can you? Do you really punch pillows? Uh, have you ever punched a pillow? I think maybe I have. I'm I'm not that angry though. Yeah, I I mean I take Muay Thai so once mm. a week at least, sometimes twice a week, and it's like. I don't feel anything when I'm, like, because I, I can't think during that time, but I leave feeling fucking good after. I'm like, oh, yeah, I just, like, you know, kicked, like, and, and punched. But, like, when I think about punching a pillow, I can't physically picture. When Whenever Elizabeth says it, I'm like, who really does that? That is funny now that you say it. Like, who screaming into a pillow, I get yeah, I can I can get Even screaming, then. but who really takes their poor fucking pillow? Okay, whoever's and, listening, if you do, DM <laughs> Shelby. <laughs> if you're listening, you know me by now. You know that I'm like fucking questioning this. Like, do you really take your pillow on, the, on your bed or do you move it? It do must you, be like this, right? Yeah, do you punch it down or do you like set it up? Like, <laughs> you gotta be careful because if that shit's extra soft, you're gonna like hit something and really hurt yourself. Well, I almost think that that screaming. Like move, so emotions are literally just energy. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, like the reason that it doesn't feel good is because we suppress it. We try to stuff it down, and we're like, yeah. "Oh my god, I can't show that I'm angry or I can't mm-hmm. cry because it's it's you know whatever you were told as a kid is probably coming up." But energy just wants to move through us. So I would assume that like running, like go go run, go yeah. move, go like the movement. I think is going to be the best thing. Yeah as an emotional authority like move through your emotions somatic movement is amazing like I'll just throw on some like tribal shamanic drumming playlist and I'll just shake and let my body move and just like I've even been screaming and just like like just letting it out because that's what it wants it just wants to move through you yeah and as soon like I've been feeling so much grief lately, like to the point where I like curl up into a ball and I can't move and I'm just sobbing my eyes out and I just let it happen before I would stuff it down. And it only, it passes, it passes. We feel like, oh my God, we're going to be here forever. But if you just into it, then it, 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 oddly enough, it feels good. Yeah. I mean, you release fucking endorphins when you cry. So that's why it's like, have a good cry. Yes. You know what's weird? Um, and I just realized this. 
every time that we I had like a hard difficult conversation I would go back to like during this time at in Zion I would go back to my room and I would run back and forth even though it's a hundred degrees I'm like I just need to run like I need to just and I hate running I hate <laughs> running but it just feels so good out here and I think mm. it's just because I don't have any other source of cardio that I'm like I kind of want to go for a jog and I don't know who I am saying that but I think it's just letting out that energy because I just cried and now I'm like I still like I still have energy and I don't want to cry it anymore mm-hmm. I want to just like and I'm not a dancer I'm when people are like oh I just like you know I dance I'm like I don't enjoy dance I don't enjoy that like whatever but last night we did the lip sync battle and I was like woo! and I like and I was like I let out so much energy from like wooing <laughs> and cheering people on and like yes. just laughing I was like ah and it's it's almost fucked up because you're like did Elizabeth plan that or did like that just magically happen because there's like a lot of shit that's happening here that I'm like am I on drugs or (laughs) am I really and I and I thought that when I went to Tulum I'm not on drugs guys um (laughs) it is magical like it has been a magical experience to be here and to be around such like-minded people and the the common visions that I've been hearing like there's been so many synchronicities with with my vision and mission that I've been seeing in other people and Mm -hmm. it's just so beautiful to be around I thought that I was like I was such a loner and being that line too like I'm comfortable with being a loner yeah but still I want community and I crave we all crave connection yeah we do but you have to like sometimes that doesn't it doesn't happen until you find the right people Mm-hmm. You have to keep looking until you find those people. And I've had limited beliefs of the hair industry. Like, oh, hair says, hairstylists don't want to coach or they're not going to see the value. And I've had, I've worked at salons where the stylists weren't really that nice. And so mm-hmm. these limited beliefs that we have, not even of being a hairstylist, but I was just talking about women. Like, I was scared of other women for so long. Mm. And when you realize that at the end of the day, I am you and you are me and we're all just energy and when you can accept that and accept yourself then you become so accepting of other people and you magnetize the people you want around you yeah so if you've got a lot of people that you don't want around you you got to change yourself so that you start attracting the people you do want yes I listened to this podcast once and they were talking about like how to be a better spouse and they're like, if you want more love, show more love yourself. And I was like, damn, <laughs> that's so good. Because it's like being in a relationship, and I can only speak from my experience. It's like, why don't you show me you love me? And then Josh will like come back at me. He's like, when's the last time you showed me you love me? I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Because I'm, I'm so focused on it. It's funny. When, when we first started dating, he's the first person that didn't say love you first. And... It, I even changed the way I say love you because I never say love you too. I just say love you. Like, or um, love you back. Or, like, I, I don't know. I changed it. I don't say love you too. And he doesn't either. And I think, and I don't know what, what that means, but it's different than any other relationship I've ever been in because there's no, like, second. Mm, you're just pure love between you whatever you want to call it Mm. (laughs) that's a beautiful way of looking at it (laughs) yeah and with him he he didn't do anything first and he didn't like try anything first and I'm like 
that's different. So it made me get out of my comfort zone because I'm like, he's not praising me like anyone else has. And I'm a Leo and I want to be fucking praised. He's a Taurus and he's stubborn. And I'm like, is that why I'm so fucking crazy about him? Because I'm like, fucking praise me. Like, <laughs> I'm going to work for this. But it works. Like, I know he loves me and I, I really do. Like, but it's it's just interesting to see, like, the chemistry work differently. Mm-hmm. And see how all that shit works. It's it's interesting. It's kind of like opposites attract, sounds like. Yeah. But he's also, yeah, he's earth and I'm fire. Mm -hmm. But we're also so fucking similar that all the zodiacs say, like, it's not going to work. See, this is, so this is what I love doing is couples charts. So when two, like, when you're, we're sharing energy right now. So we're creating a third chart. Yeah. So the system that I use, you put two charts together and it shows the energy that you create. Uh-huh. And so as the couples are talking about their problems, I can pinpoint exactly where it is in their chart. And I always go to the open centers first mm. because you only know being an emotional authority. You don't know what it's like to receive and amplify those emotions. So when I can give you an, a, a, a new perspective of that, of how your partner is feeling, mm. then you see your partner in a new light. Yeah. And then you have new tools. So Literally good. that center, I had a client and they were about to like talk, heavily talking about divorce. And he wasn't even on the call and I just explained you're open and you're taking in his inner, his emotions and he's defined and he's on a wave and here's how you can support him. Two weeks later, I kid you not, she texted me and she said, Lindsay, I've fallen head over heels in love with my husband again because I understand where we're different and I don't feel the need to change him anymore. Ooh, so good. How good did that feel? It was that I'm getting chills because it was the most powerful the most powerful session I've ever had and that's what I love doing I don't I I really hate small talk I hate small talk yeah fucking tell me your secrets yes I want and I am I've got my design has the energy that you will tell me your deepest darkest secrets because my energy says I'm a great listener and I'm gonna hold space for your secrets and you people behind the chair oh my god people would tell me like their deepest darkest secrets so I'm like why are you telling me this you should probably be telling your therapist and then when yeah. I learned that I was the listener it's like this makes sense mm. but I like going deep I like I like kind of shocking people into the sense of this is who you are and there's nothing wrong mm, so good it's so powerful because so many people I had a lady who's an emotional authority and she has had I think it was uh, multiple like multiple personality disorder or something like that and her whole life for 10 to 15 years she was in therapy and they were trying to fix her and change her you've got to be different and I told her you're an emotional authority you're prone to outbursts you can't control it and there's nothing wrong with you and just seeing the permission that I gave her to be her after 10 to 15 her whole life people trying to change her was just so transformational and it's it's what I'm put on earth to do is to hold space for people and to help them realize how fucking powerful they are because that's the thing we don't know who we are and when you see yourself through the lens of human design you're like oh shit like I am powerful and this is who I am and I can shine bright and that's just the most beautiful thing on earth 
so good oh my god did you guys know i was bringing on this fucking powerhouse like <laughs> she's fucking so cool um wow that's so cool you literally saved a marriage mm-hmm. like that that's awesome i tried explaining to josh he's a projector and that's all i really know that's all he really re- remembered he's a projector and i was like you're like a bird who like oversees things and like when you're asked that's when your advice is best given and he's like what does that mean and I'm like it means like you can't tell people what you like how you feel unless someone asks you specifically and I don't think he sat well with that oh my gosh okay so uh, let, let me tell you what projectors mean because that's that's the common misconception of it so it, it's partly right so as a projector in very short detail you're if you're a projector you're the lighthouse so you can see from this bird's eye view you can see from point a to z and you're here to know other people you're here you're really good in management projectors are actually designed to manage us like generator types we need help with the big picture because we just are in the present and so we're here but we can't see that big picture and they can so there's two part of, parts of their strategy, and the first part is wait to be recognized. So they need to shine bright. Like if you're a hairstylist, get on your stories, talk about what you're good at, recognize yourself, post selfies all of the time. Like you've got to be seen in your beauty and glory and in your ge- zone of genius, and people will be magnetized to you. Mm. So the second part is what you were talking about, and it's wait to be invited. So what this means is as a projector, your boyfriend and anyone who's listening as a projector, people come to you to talk about their problems because you hold space for their problems. And you see from the bird's eye view, so you more often than not have the advice. The trick is you've got to validate them first. And this is literally for everyone, but especially projectors. So they're telling you their problems, you're like, wow, that really sucks. And then if you do have advice, validate first and then say I have some insight into this situation would you like to hear it Mm. then that puts them into the receiving mode my mom's a projector and I'll tell her my problems she's like well Lindsay you could do this this and this I'm like oh god get out of here mom I don't want to hear your advice yeah but when she uses that hack on me without you I don't even know it I'm like yes please tell me and I'm like damn it you used my own like you used the hack on me and it worked yeah but it's for so for him like if he has something to share with you tell him he needs to ask you permission to to share it is essentially what it is yeah and we should all be doing this yeah we just learned this at hair love like active listening and listening and empathizing with your clients but I know I did this I would just jump into advice and helping Mm. but they may not have wanted it generally people don't want advice they kind of know how to figure out their problems they just want to be heard and say wow that what you're going through really sucks I'm you know I'm here for you thank you for sharing yeah literally that's all we have to do yeah but projectors like use that hack because you do have beautiful advice and people want to hear it but you just got to put them in the receiving mode first wow it it's so funny because like with this whole coaching thing I was like yeah like I want to like help Silas be healthier and he's like yeah and then you could do this and you could do that and you could do this and you could do that and I'm like 
he's like always it like I I love that about him I love that because I'm like you you see such a big picture that I wish that you were there at the beginning of my hair career Mm -hmm. because you would have told me to like skip all these other (laughs) steps and fucking go straight to this like you would have saw like the bird's eye view for me on like not exactly where I am right now but like that that's one of the things that like I love most about him is he sees that big picture and I know that he and I can work towards that and I think that that's fucking cool that's like, amazing yeah and that's so. such a beautiful thing because it's literally his design yeah and that's just... something that you've loved yeah about him and you guys are very different like he's a non-energy being so your opposite schedule is actually really good yeah <laughs> it is it really is it's good it's but you know I think I get more emotional about it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we've had times where I'm just like, fucking over this. I'm over this. I just want to have, like, normalcy. And then I'm like, no, I love this. This is great. Like, I, I love this, like, time and the all the things. So, you know, it's me being very vulnerable on this. My relationship's not perfect, but I love it. No relationship is. I mean, how boring would that fucking be? Yeah. I get the perfect husband, and he's just so perfect. You probably hate him. Well, yeah, I think that if you're at that perfect place, something, it reminded me of something that Sam Vila said last night. Like, if I'm not nervous before I teach or Mm. have a a speech, then I'm in it for the wrong reasons because my heart's not there. Yes. And... Um, I take back like what I just said like you probably hate him it's it's not that I think that you probably hate him I just think about like the typical oh he's such a nice guy but I don't really like him yeah that type of thing I didn't mean like like you can't have a good relationship with someone because again my relationship's great if I were asked to change anything about Josh I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything even like his worst possible like quality it probably makes me like him Mm -hmm. for it like it's one of those things well and we're always evolving and changing and so as couples like if you're staying stagnant I think that's where the problems arise yeah you're just stagnant and nothing's happening and then you're both frustrated and so it's shaking things up and and really following your heart I do want to go back to that Sambia thing and I didn't mean to cut you off I just felt guilty about saying that (laughs) (laughs) um and I'm not going to edit it but like I loved that Sambia said that so to like give you a little bit of background information Sam Villa is here at Hair Love and he said that he he gets really nervous before talking to people and if you know who Sam Villa is he's a fucking legend and he's like done like we're at like a, a retreat in Zion there's probably like a hundred of us he's done so like he was just he left Naha to come here and he's telling us that he's nervous and he's like well if I wasn't nervous then I'm not doing what I love like, I'm not doing the right thing. I'm already, like, expanded past it. And it it does make me think. I'm like, sometimes I get nervous when I do color. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get nervous. Like, I'm super, I was super nervous with it. Every time before I, I record a podcast, I'm nervous. I recorded, this is my fourth podcast today. And I'm like, I was nervous before everyone. Like, everyone. And in between them, I, like, ran back and forth to the bathroom. Because I was like, I got to run. I got to, like, release the rest of this energy. <laughs> And I also had to pee. (laughs) (laughs) Something, too, about that is because I feel like that anxiety is kind of fear-based, right? Like, Mm. there's some fear behind it. And the only difference between fear and excitement is your breath. And fear is 
like real fears there's a saber-toothed tiger behind me and I'm literally about to die yeah so if you're not about to die I like to change that I like to reframe that oh I'm anxious or I'm stressed or whatever reframe it into ooh, my body's excited right now like you're excited to yes. do this podcast you're do a excited to like, do hair have a different meaning mm-hmm. to that feeling like I always think when I'm like stressed I need to focus that means I need to focus so I'm stressed which means I need to focus. Not I'm stressed because I suck. Mm -hmm. No, I don't say that anymore. I'm stressed because I need to focus. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm like, why I'm tired. I no, I just like, I'm sad because, or like I'm sad, which means I need to be more grateful. Different things like that. Like Mm -hmm. I'm nervous, which means I'm probably excited. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, or we I'm, can even like say, "Wow, I'm I'm feeling nervous right now." The end. Yeah. Observing your feelings, like just because sometimes the observer. just saying it mm-hmm. makes you feel a little lighter. You're mm-hmm. like, "I'm really nervous, guys." Like Sam Via said it, said it, and I was like, "Really? Shit. Okay." That it was so humanizing. Yeah. That, that's been the biggest thing about being here is that I've been meeting some influencers I guess who I've been following on social media and chatting with but still like you meet sometimes you get this like oh my god are they going to be the same person or Mm -hmm. we've just been seeing that everyone is just like us Mm -hmm. like they've either been where we are or they are going through what we're going through and they're just real we're all just people yes and we're all on our own journey and just because someone may it may feel like they're super far ahead of you that doesn't mean they haven't been where you've been and that you can't get there too. Mm, so good. So good. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for being on the podcast. This was amazing. Yes. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. So everyone, if you want to catch Lindsay, Lindsay, where can my audience find you? I hang out on Instagram the most. So it's my name, Lindsay Means, and my Lindsay's with an E, and then there's an underscore at the end. So good. Thank you so much. And as always, you are what you think you are. Aspire to inspire. And we'll catch you next time.